Journey to the Nativity, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. The Feast of Christmas, celebrating the birth of Jesus, is one of the most joyful days of the Orthodox Church. It's also known as the Incarnation of Christ. As Orthodox Christians, this means that we celebrate that Jesus became a man and came into the world to save us. This is the journey to the Nativity. The prophet Moses, born around the 14th century into a Jewish family, descended from the tribe of Levi, raised within the Pharaoh's household, self-exiled to the desert because he killed a man, married and made a living as a shepherd, slow of speech, became not only a leader of his people, the Israelites, the chosen people of God, but also a type of Christ. Today we will come to understand how, by looking at his relationship with his people, his relationship with God through various events that took place. Through multiple miracles... And through the leadership of Moses, God freed his people from slavery in Egypt. And they crossed the Red Sea to spend 40 years wandering in the desert until they reached the Promised Land. Throughout those years, the Israelites met with many difficulties and complained constantly, frequently losing their faith in God. But throughout, Moses interceded and God always provided. Initially, they travelled through the desert Sur, where they could not find any water, until they reached a place called Mara, where they found a spring, but the water was bitter. The Israelites complained bitterly. Moses prayed, and God spoke to him, telling him to use a branch from a tree to sweeten the water. Here, the tree becomes a symbol of the strength of God, just as the wooden cross that Christ was crucified upon became a symbol of the strength of God, turning the bitterness of sin into the sweetness of salvation. From Mara, they travelled to the twelve springs of Elim, where water and food were abundant. From there, they were then led into the desert sin, where their food ran out, and so did their faith, and they blamed Moses for their woes. But God speaks to Moses again, and tells him that he will rain down food in bountiful quantities. God forgives their lack of faith and provides for them. He provides not just for their daily needs, but also for years and generations to come, with the manna that remained fresh and unchanging in the peace that God asked Aaron to set aside in a gold pot as a holy relic. And this was later put into the Ark of the Covenant, along with the tablets upon which the commandments were written. When they arrive in the desert of Ravithin, they are again without water and again complain and blaspheme against Moses and God because they forgot the signs of Moses and of God that enabled their freedom. But each time Moses prayed to God and God guided him to where he would find water. Again he prayed to God when the Amalekites attacked the Israelites, standing on the mountain praying with arms wide open as the sign of the cross until the Amalekites were defeated. 
Every day, Moses would sit with his people, providing advice, mediating in their differences and teaching them. He was tireless. After some months, they arrived at the Sinai Desert opposite Mount Sinai. Once Moses had settled his people, he climbed the mountain as he had been invited to by God. God uses Moses as his messenger to tell the Israelites that he will look after them, but in return he wanted their loyalty, and the people accepted, shouting that they would follow and obey. God chose to reveal himself in a way that would make it clear to the Israelites that it was in fact he that was speaking, and he reveals himself to Moses so that the people would have faith in Moses as well. He sends Moses to tell his people to cleanse themselves by abstaining from food and physical contact in order to be prepared for his coming, imbuing a sense of reverence and respect. On the third day, the mountain was consumed with smoke, thunder and lightning, and the sound of trumpets so much so that the people were filled with fear, looking to Moses as their leader. And God spoke loudly, issuing forth the Ten Commandments, which are so familiar to all Christians. Up until now, we had seen Moses as a leader, leading his people out of slavery through the desert towards the Promised Land. We have seen him as the intermediary between God and his people, praying for them, teaching them, just as Christ did in the first years of his missionary work. But after God provides the commandments, Moses takes on a different role. Moses was the only one of all the Israelites who was allowed to approach God. Moses, because of his faith, had developed such a special relationship with God that God allowed him into the hallowed place. Israelites, on the other hand, were afraid of God and did not want to get too close. They needed to understand God's strength and glory so that they could obey his law. His law, which was the criteria by which he would judge the living and the dead at his second coming. In this way, Moses becomes the broker of the Old Testament. He takes God's law and passes it on to the people. He brokers the Old Testament, which records God's promise to his people and their promise to him. However, no matter how great a leader, Moses is only a precursor, a type who prepares the way for the eternal interceder, Jesus Christ. The Old Testament did not only confirm the protection of God on this earth, but also the eternal life and the true reconciliation of man with God. After Moses received the commandments and returned to the people, he made an altar supported by 12 rocks in the name of the 12 tribes of Israel. He asked the young men to bring some calves to sacrifice to God. Moses poured half of the blood for the calves onto the altar and the other half into a pot in order to validate the testament. He read the commandments out loud one more time and the people responded, We hear and we obey everything that the Lord has said. Moses sprinkled the remaining blood on the people, saying, Here is the blood of the testament which God gave. Clearly a prototype of the New Testament. Everything that happened with Moses and the Israelites happened so that man could make an agreement with God and be reconciled to him. Twice Moses poured and sprinkled the blood. By pouring the blood on the altar, he was sacrificing to God for the forgiveness of sins. By sprinkling the blood on the people, he was offering God's grace and mercy, which pour forth from the testament. 
the agreement of the Old Testament was sealed with blood, as were the chosen people of God. Moses was the conductor of the seal. The Old Testament was sealed with blood, as was the New. This is my blood of the New Testament. God revealed himself to Moses, a prophecy of the Incarnation. Moses delivers God's people of Israel from Egyptian bondage and brings them to the new life in the Promised Land. Along the way, he teaches them that God will bestow health and blessing on the nation if they obey him and demonstrates through prayer, miracles and the symbol of the cross the source of life and healing. He gives them the law as a foundation for their lives. This testament becomes the preparation for the coming of God's Son in the flesh, moving them from slavery and passions to freedom and a pure and faithful heart. God used the law to create a nation of his people so they may slowly turn to him. And Moses was his instrument, preparing the way as the embodiment of the law and of the spirit. As he himself says in Deuteronomy 18, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you. It is to him you shall listen. hope that you've enjoyed this edition of Journey to the Nativity. For more spiritually edifying Orthodox talks and podcasts, be sure to head to orthodoxjourney.com.